Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. You are now listening to the Sequel Audio Experience, a podcast dedicated to making you a better marketer. Matt has no idea. I don't know what we're talking about. No clue. I know why we're here, but I don't know what we're going to do now I'm going to try and tell you telepathically right now. Mm. I just want you to tell me what you think I'm I'm telling you the topic is. Mm. (laughs) Nope, got nothing. No, about that, that time. Who's got the block? Is no. that me having the block, or you're just not sending enough signal? I am a little low on energy today. Okay. I'm working on the caffeine. Mm. Well, you know what? Actually, okay. this is an easy one. Okay. okay? And it might not... Well, this is not an easy one for business owners, but okay. I think it's an important one. It's focus. Okay? It's focus on messaging. Hmm. So... We might just use ourselves as an example for this one because we sometimes have this problem, okay? SQL, we are an experiential design agency, mm-hmm. and that is a fancy way of saying we do a lot. Mm-hmm. Mostly centered around content, messaging, branding, visual creation, right? Yep. That's a lot of things. So how do you focus your messaging down to make that easily digestible? Mm-hmm. And so that you are not uh, convoluting yep. what you are branding as a company. Okay. Right? Well, there's there's two parts, and I'll go into my side of kind of the takeaway from, from your question. So for the focus aspect of storytelling and making sure your messaging is correct, I think the key is to remember what your pillars are. So as a business, product, service, whatever it is that you're – in charge of as the marketing person over your business, um, what are those pillars and simplify them down to the least common denominator of, you know, do you do a X product or service, but it's really just kind of an added add on. Mm -hmm. That's not a pillar. Mm -hmm. Just as an example for us, we do, uh, we do some live events, Mm -hmm. but it's not something we advertise. We absolutely have the equipment in house. We can do a live event, multi-camera cut this now they can't know we do this But we don't advertise that (laughs) we don't even pitch it we don't like try to sell it but if a customer comes to us and asks us so for sequel yes live events and live streaming is a service but it's not a pillar disclaimer at the bottom here somewhere (laughs) must be a customer to request this of sequel yes do not call us randomly if we do not know you and ask us to do a live (laughs) event we will block you yeah, <laughs> not not a pillar for us at all. So just as an internal peek behind the curtain to give you a reference for yourself, find out what your pillars are. Yeah. And that's really all you should focus on for your messaging is don't tell any other message, story, experience, concept, content, whatever. Don't veer away from those pillars, obviously. That's kind of like, you know, the, the glaring number one. The number two aspect is understanding the messaging for the pillars mm-hmm which is how are you pushing? So are you selling the, the service of the pillar product or are you trying to get someone to kind of wrap around with that kind of storytelling, enjoy and kind of untangibly, yeah, get to know it yeah. and be more emotionally involved in it. And that's really the, the, the two main things with focus is know what you're selling and know how you want to sell it. So Stay focused on that. Don't get sidetracked with some little like side offshoot. You know, mm-hmm. we we have always have our ear to the ground with technology. Again, back to SQL's yeah. kind of like 
path that we've come on. We always have our ear to the ground for technology, and to try to not get sidetracked is oftentimes hard for creative folks. And we want to have as many tools in our tool belt for clients to come in and make a request, but still understanding what that pillar is that's experiential design has no necessarily predetermined definition. So you can examine the process with the customer and get to that point of knowing what tool is appropriate to pull out. So there's kind of creative ways around that. Yeah. And I mean, so you gave two real strong areas of focus. I, I would argue that there's a third. Okay. And maybe that's because I'm in this capacity at SQL, at least where I have to play strategist Mm -hmm. and I also have to play in development, right? For Mm -hmm. sales. There's the, the added layer I want to, present here is who your audience is and when you're telling the message Mm -hmm. right so you're not deviating away from your core pillar offerings Mm -hmm. right it's who is the audience now that needs to hear about your core pillars and do you choose at that point to tell them about who you are that storytelling aspect or do you precisely jump ahead and tell them only about the pillar that would be important for them to know about so giving sure. an example, we do a lot of training, mm-hmm. we do a lot of corporate communications, we do a lot of marketing and branding, okay? Mm-hmm. Those are three very different divisions usually mm-hmm. in the companies that we serve. They have different needs, they have different processes, they mm-hmm. have different um, set points for visual taste and quality, right? Yep. So we have to keep the message consistent mm-hmm. of who we are. Yeah our core offerings, but we have to transition into a style of messaging Mm -hmm. that makes sense and is, and resonates really with which type of customer we are speaking with and where they are in their journey with us as a potential buyer. Yeah, that's, that's a great point because it could be a a number three or it could be just be furthering to further defining, you know, when you think of the messaging that you're going to go down of focus you know, defining who your audience is. And absolutely, you're, you're a thousand percent on with knowing that that customer needs that pillar, not pillar number two right. or three. Right. Um, and the tough part about knowing those within a marketing subset for your audience is to know how hard to push the product that you know that they need or want, yep. but then getting uh, channeled, if you will, into doing messaging and this is probably the cautionary side of thinking through your messaging for that pillar to push that customer with that product is make sure that you're not pushing it so hard Mm -hmm. that your customer doesn't think of your other pillars as a possibility you know Mm -hmm. so uh be careful with with that you can be too focused and too shouty about one particular thing within your your messaging So just don't overdo it. You know, yep. everything needs to be in moderation when it comes to mm-hmm. thinking through your messaging for it because I do that as a customer. You know, I think of a, a particular restaurant yep. and I won't ever think of anything else to order. Like I think, okay, I'm going to go to X restaurant and I always get this wonderful salad. It's delicious. That's why you go to that and restaurant. And that's why I go to that restaurant. Yep. I would never order a steak from that restaurant, right. even though it's on the menu and they probably could do it yep. pretty darn good, but... You know, I have you have your favorites. Yep. So just as a as a messaging and marketing side of things, like be cautious to not overdo it. You know, there's everything needs to be 
done in moderation. That's an interesting concept because I think as a business, when they're thinking of marketing, like let's just say your restaurant example, mm-hmm. they're probably, let's just say they know they have good salads. Mm-hmm. That's part of their messaging, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But their messaging is we feed people and you should eat here, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> how do you generalize and stay focused? So mm-hmm. a podcast previous to this, we were talking about a tire uh, service yeah. company, right? How there's so many different brands, mm-hmm. Michelin, Bridgestone, tire discount, you know, mm-hmm. you name it. There's so many places you could go to get a flat fixed or a new tire yeah. or rotation mm-hmm. balance, right? So in those categories, it's easy to jump straight to, we do this service and we'll fill up your air, mm-hmm. we'll rotate your tires, we'll balance them. You know, it's easy to do that and you need that at some level yeah. inside the funnel so that they're educated on the services you do offer. However, what you do as a company from a messaging standpoint is that you make sure families and persons can travel safely in their vehicles mm-hmm. due to the service you provide on their tires yep. and or brakes. Core core messaging right there. Core message. Core messaging. And then you can get deeper into it later once you've established that base of customer growth. And let's say I walk in the door to this tire shop and I'm there to get my regular routine maintenance for rotations or get the rears replaced or something like that. And the person at the counter says, hey, would you like me to add an oil change today? And my mind goes, I didn't even know you do oil changes. Like helping to further the customer and then know what is the continuing journey of that customer once you've done step one, that internal messaging for that pillar, do that. Absolutely do that. Don't take it too far so that people only think you do tires right. and don't know you do oil changes. Yep. Know what that next step of the journey is for the, the sales messaging for the customer. So maybe that's like part four. Part, <laughs> we got to stop adding parts. Out of the adding parts. I have an interesting idea. Because I think this is a this is an interesting thing because you and I were two different people. Yes. Right. You're yeah. you're on the creative side of this. Your mind probably goes straight into all the ways we can use the technical and uh, you know all the new technologies and all mm-hmm. the new visual elements that we can build. And my mind goes into ROI land. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I think it'd be interesting to hear you kind of just like the what's the 10, 20 second elevator pitch okay. for SQL to handle marketing. And then I do the same, and then we do it for training and communications. I think it'd be I think interesting. We have time for one today, probably. Oh, darn it. Pick one Pick aspect. One. Give me the elevator pitch to SQL overall. What's the value in working with SQL? Oh, that's a different question, though. The boilerplate is yes, we are an agency, a creative agency. Okay, there's quite a few of those. Marketing agency, yeah, there's a lot of those. Technically, yes, we're those, but we're redefining what that sense of agency is by saying that we are an experiential agency. And I'm just kind of leading into the, yeah. the elevator pitch here. Experiential agency is different. Yes, we can do all of those other things that you would picture a regular old marketing agency to do. Yes, those are services that we have. They're very sharpened tools that we've learned from our careers in the industry, and we will absolutely help you with that if that is your only need. However, we think creatively in a different approach to think about the customer first that you have that you want to talk to, get them to buy more, experience more, have more brand cementing uh, factors for you. Mm-hmm. And we think about how do we get them into your door or ethereal door uh, for 
using some sort of an engagement mm -hmm. with that customer and your product, your brand, your experience so that they can be non-sold to. Yeah. Non-sold to. So they don't even realize they're being reverse sold to. Reverse yeah. psychology in the exactly. sales process. So that is a very non-tangible kind of definition of what SQL is and does. Yeah. We think about the customer that you have that you want to buy more or be more engaged with or the audience of customers that don't realize they need to be your customers. And we think of very creative ways to get them to engage with that. Now, we have a tool chest full of tools <laughs> that are, you know, uh, simulation experiences, VR, AR, video, photo, like all those standard yeah. things. But then we've got like web apps and LMS integration for training, mm -hmm. APIs, like all kinds of different tools that we'll never see on our website. But yep. we have an undefined list of, hey, we actually want to bring to the table a resource that you need versus us selling you something. Yeah. And the tough part is we get we get uh, channeled into what that thing that you sell that they, yep. they do. They don't realize you do more. <laughs> yeah. And that's something that we've been growing as a brand yep. to try to be better at, better at. Uh, communicating all the things up front without yeah. overwhelming the customer because <clears throat> they get this like, uh, well, what do I start with? Because, yeah. you know, we're the experts. We're trying to say, here's what you need to start with without being like, but here's all the other things we could do as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just not easy. But it's that's the elevator game. pitch. Uh, and that's more long-winded because I kind of I was going to say, how many floors yeah, does the elevator long, go to? Long. I think that little nugget there, <laughs> I could maybe edit, it, edit this down into that little nugget about focusing on the customer first. Yeah. And that's, for me, creatively, how do we approach that customer? Yeah. Yep. Agreed. That's what we do. Yeah. And yes, we use a lot of fun technological <laughs> tools. Yep. But I'm sitting here in the flesh, and I'm not in the metaverse yet, so I'm I'm really upset about. Are that. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? Well, okay. If I am, I'm looking to <laughs> plug this metaverse character into, into the next one. metaverse. You're just so have layers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Infinite uh, entry doors. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll give my elevator pitch, and then we'll wrap it up. Because yep. we got to let you guys go. This has been a fun one. But um, for me, SQL is we are an experiential design agency with a customer centric approach, which is agnostic in its abilities or limitations mm -hmm. of traditional agencies, which allow us to attract and build new audiences, engage them at deeper levels, and obviously convert them into active brand loyalists. People that are going to be by your side, consuming your product, mm -hmm. engaging with your brand for years to come. And I think that's the way you build a strong company, a strong brand, and make sure that you're around for the next couple of decades. Mm -hmm. So if you or anybody you know <laughs> wants to work with a company like that, then obviously you guys who are already listening and audience members of us, you know how to find us and get in touch with us. Um, and we love you. Thanks for listening to Absolutely. this podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one.